Hi there. You're listening to Married to the Ministry, which is part of the Love Worth Finding Podcast Network. If you are a pastor's wife looking for encouragement or for practical wisdom on how to manage all the challenges of your role with a smile on your face, we're so glad you're here. This is your host, Janet Addison, and I'd like to help you embrace truth and delight in your ministry life. I've just made some yummy hot tea, so why don't you grab a cup and let's chat for a while. Always welcome at Married to the Ministry, and I'm just always so glad you're here. Question for you Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? I know you're listening to a podcast, but uh, you know, do you ever think uh, I could do that? Well, today we're going to be exploring podcasting as an effective way to reach people in your ministry circle of influence, whether it's a Bible study class or youth group or, you know, your whole church family or even your community. Uh, This episode I'm calling uh, part two of creative ways to connect with your church family, which was episode nine. Um, So I'll put a link in the show notes for that if you want to hear uh, more ideas for different ways to communicate with and relate to your people. When Greg and I came to our current church, we decided that a podcast would be a fun platform for reaching our new congregation. The church had been through a long, difficult journey. Things weren't the same as they had been before. And so we wanted to come in kind of with a fresh approach. And And Greg also really needed additional opportunities to speak to our people and train them, maybe do some discipleship stuff beyond uh, Sunday morning or the occasional Wednesday night opportunities that he had. So um, we thought we'd start a podcast, and we were also hoping that it would um get us into relationship with our people on a deeper level more quickly um, as they, you know, potentially were listening to us each week. Every time we go to a new church, Greg, uh, pretty soon after we've been there, he preaches what he calls his triangle sermon. And it's uh, just his way of teaching about uh, what spiritual growth should look like. So the triangle has three legs, um, and the three legs of spiritual growth are um, our identity in Christ as believers, our relationship with Him through prayer, Bible study, and choices of faith, and the third leg is our ministry to others. So on the podcast that we call the Triangle Podcast, we will either discuss an aspect of spiritual growth and how to uh, maybe stretch one of the legs of our triangle, or we'll talk to um, people in our church and maybe give them an opportunity to share their testimony or um, share how they prepare a Sunday school lesson or something like that. Or we'll feature different ministries or activities in the church, different opportunities that would give our people um, a chance to stretch their triangles. And we found it to be an effective way to connect. We are not trying to build a global following. Uh, We are not trying to sell ads or anything like that. We are only doing this for our church family. And the only advertising it ever gets is in our church family materials, like our website, our bulletin, that kind of thing. So that has taken the pressure off. Um, You know, no performance anxiety, really. Um, Not trying to impress anybody. It's just kind of a love gift from Greg and me to our people. Um, And it's it's been very effective. Um, People 
are listening and um, they're enjoying it. They're talking about it. And it's just been good for our church. Uh, And some of you have reached out to me about starting a podcast. You're thinking about doing one. And I know lots of uh, ministers and churches have them. And uh, there are, you know, other all kinds of podcasts out there. So I invited my friend, Wren Robbins, to join me today. She is an experienced podcaster. She is a coach, a podcast coach, and she teaches other people how to podcast, particularly um, Christian women entrepreneurs. But she was my podcast coach, and she taught me so much. And so I am going to give you now our conversation Uh, that I had with her about why you might want to consider this platform, you know, podcasting as a good platform for your ministry. And Ren also talks about how easy and inexpensive it can be to get started. So let's listen. Welcome, Ren, to Married to the Ministry. Oh, this is so exciting for me. I am so excited to see you and to talk with you today. Yeah, well, I'm just so glad that you took the time to to uh, to do this with me. Ren Robbins is the host of Don't Wing It, which is a podcast that teaches you everything you need to know about how to start and maintain a podcast and grow your business. That's very meta to be doing a podcast about doing a podcast. So um, <laughs> very impressive. So um, I'm going to just let Ren tell us about a little bit about her journey into the land of uh, podcasting expertise that she has now. Oh, yeah. And first, I want to say, number one, thank you for having me on. And number two, you are dynamic. And I love I love your, um, your jumping into things and just doing it. Like, just jump into it and be like, all right, let's do this. So I love that about you. Well, uh, you. I, I'm excited to be here because... Um, Love Worth Finding is very close to my heart, and I have helped others start their other podcasts that uh, Love Worth Finding has. And so it was so neat to hear from you and to really have you in my group. And so let's go back to the beginning. So I started a podcast, Friends of a Feather, back in 2016. I didn't know what I was doing. And I just have to interrupt and say, your whole bird motif with your, you know, Wren <laughs> Robbins and Friends of a Feather and Don't Wing It and Flight Group. I just yeah. think that's a genius marketing shtick oh, going on. Well, so. it, it's it's totally from God because when he has a sense of humor to allow me to marry a man named Jim Robbins and my name yes. is Wren and I become Wren Robbins, it's like, okay, we yes, have to, have you to know, go with it. Like you go with it. Yes. So okay. uh, God so let I'm me to sorry. start. No, no. It's, it, and I want to kind of back up even more before that is, you know, when you are following after the Lord and you're in a position where you want to hear from him, right? As followers of believers in Jesus, we want that. And I remember distinctly exactly where I was on the road when I was in my car and I was driving home when God called me to start a podcast. And at that point, I was a kindergarten teacher and all I knew technology wise, I mean, yes, I could use a cell phone and things like that, but tech wise, I could turn on a smart board. I mean, that was the new thing was instead of chalk and blackboards, it was the smart board. I could turn it on. I could kind of find my way around, but that's it. Like I didn't have any audio experience. I didn't have any really deep tech experience, but experience is the best teacher, is it not? Yes. <laughs> so I knew God had called me to it and I 
I, I raced home and I wrote down about 34 women's names that I wanted to have on the podcast. I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew I wanted to share God stories of friends that I had and friends that I was yet to had yet to meet. And so that is the beginning of it. And I just jumped in and taught and figured out and Google was my best friend. I spent weeks and months uh, figuring it all out. And then I jumped in to launch the Friends of a Feather podcast. So that was the beginning of it. Okay, so now you have phased out of Friends of a Feather or put that on hold, and now you're doing Don't Wing It, which is the one that I discovered you on yeah. and have have voraciously uh, listened to, every, you know, binge listened. <laughs> yeah. So um, tell us about, about how you transitioned into that and why you felt the call to start this new Don't Wing It podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's a great story uh, because of going through learning and learning the tech and figuring out things with podcasting with Friends of a Feather uh, for about six years. Right now it's been almost eight, but uh, when I did that, I loved it. I was like, we say this in the South, ate up with it. I was ate up with <laughs> podcasting and it was, it was just really, I just had found my, my niche. And I even had friends, personal friends. Listen, I have a text from a friend after the first episode and she was like, you found it. This is, mm. this is you. And, um, I kind of get emotional about that because all along I feel like, you know, teaching kids, that was me. That was what I, uh, I was called to do. And it, it was at the time. And then when I had my own child, I had a deep desire to stay home and, um, be a homemaker. And that's kind of not really trending in 2023, maybe, I don't know. Um, maybe I think there's a, a wave coming back, but anyway, uh, and I just, that's what I wanted. And then God brought me this amazing business that I could do from my home, from um, the hours that I have allotted for it, and still be able to be fully present with my child and be fully present um, in my home and with our family. And so, yeah, I just learned all of that through Friends of a Feather. And um, I w knew there was a business inside of me. I was stirring spaghetti one time about four years ago. And the Lord was like, you you have a business. You, you need to start a business. And I'm like, wait, what? Excuse me? But anyway, <laughs> at that point, I was like, no, I don't know what I'm doing. But um, God led me on a path of, uh, I was in a business group. I knew I had a, a business inside of me, a business group. And I put in there, hey, I'm thinking about doing some coaching, maybe some podcast coaching or maybe a course. And a gal in there, Ruthie Gray said, um, I think you should do coaching and I'm going to be your first, I may be your first client. And she was. And then it, the rest is history. And I knew God had called me to that to make the impact, the ripple effect of teaching others how to start their podcast so that they can have a kingdom impact um, in their life. Well, and what I love especially about your business is you coach Christian women in how to start a podcast to grow their businesses. Yeah. And um, I, I just love that you fully uh, integrate your faith into your business and that, you know, you're on ministry with other women who are who are trying to either grow businesses or start a ministry or, or whatever it is. So I love your emphasis on Christian women business owners. 
Yeah. I feel like it's, it integrates everything that I do and say. And so I want the ability to be able to, to pray over a call and pray over mm-hmm. a client. And, uh, I, I think that's not something I, I take lightly and, uh, I love that about, yeah. about it. Well, let's just talk about podcasting in general, because some ladies listening to this might think, why, why is she even talking about this? But, um, let's talk about the popularity of podcasts. You know, why, why is that a thing now? Um, you know, because, you know, talk radio used to be, you know, sports and politics and there, you know, maybe a car show or something like that. But, um, I always hated talk radio, (laughs) <laughs> and this is kind of like the new form of talk radio, but why, why is this, why is this scratching an itch for people these days? Yeah. Yeah. There's two main reasons. There's a ton of reasons of why they're so popular and, and about like from a, the listener side of the table and a creator side of the table. So from the listener side, it's just really easy to enjoy. Podcasts are easy. You can multitask. They're on the go. You can put in your AirPod or, uh, you know, listen while you're doing the laundry. You can do it while you're, while you're about to run carpool. You can do it while you're on a road trip. You can do it while you're sweeping. You can do it on your walk. And so the way to multitask and that it's on the go, I think that is one of the most, uh, the most, I guess, really um, magnetic ways why it's so popular because it's mm-hmm. just on the go. It's very on the go. accessible. Yeah, so yeah. accessible. And then the second thing is that you can make connections with a larger community. I used to joke and say, oh, some of my best friends are podcast hosts, only they don't know it. You know, like they <laughs> right. have no idea, well, but I'm like, I felt about you. It's like, Rin and I, we hang together all the time and she, that's right. she's one of my close friends. That's right. And so it the the intimate connection that you can form with your voice voice is one of the most intimate connections intimate ways to communicate. And so when you make those connections with you feel like you're a part of a larger community mm-hmm. and you don't feel alone. I mean, mm-hmm. I those are two of the most um most really dynamic magnetic ways it, why it's so popular because of that. Right. And like you're talking about uh radio back in the day, um, you know, that didn't feel as intimate because now we have headphones and earbuds and all that kind of stuff. It's literally in our head. You know, yeah. it's, it's almost like you're in my brain talking to me and it yeah. is a more intimate connection than just you're on the radio in the room or, or whatever. Well, and I was going to say, you know, from that's really why it's so popular from a listener side, but then also the creator's point of view that if you have a God-given message that God has given you, and maybe you're a speaker, maybe you're a writer, uh, and he, you know he's, he's called you to give this message. From, your, from that creator's point of view, statistics prove that podcasting is a highly effective marketing tool. And so it is a great way. I think it's the best way to market your business. And then also it can reach an audience, kind of like what we're saying with connections, but it can reach a wide audience. You, you speak to one, but you reach a ton. And Mm -hmm. so it's just, it's so beneficial. Well, and let's talk about, um, the concept of niche down. Uh, I know when I started, you know, my husband built a communications department in one of his jobs and he read up on all of this and the niche down, like when I started listening to podcasts, I was learning about how to camp and the perfect example of niche down are the two podcasts that I started with. Um, 
RV Entrepreneur, which was how to make a living living in your camper on the road. I mean, mm. that's pretty a pretty narrow target yeah. audience, people who are interested sure. in that. And then the other one was Girl Camper. It was it was a woman teaching other women how you don't have to have a man to camp. So let me teach you how to do it. You know, that's an example of very niche down. So okay. podcasting, you, you know, you you really are zoning in on the stuff that I really want to listen to. You know, yeah. my husband listens to The Art of War and those. Well, I don't want to mm -hmm. listen to that. But <laughs> but podcasting, there's so many and you can really pick what specifically interests you and not waste your time going through a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't. So for me, that's one reason it's a very effective uh, platform of communication. Absolutely. And I love that you brought that up because when you niche down and people think, oh no, I'm going to exclude people. Actually, no, you start drawing more people in because that you really centered in on who you serve. And the cool thing is people can search for you now and podcast apps, your audio content is searchable. It's Googleable. Mm -hmm. So that's the cool part is that you can be found and people are out there and you can serve those people in that niche. Uh, and I did not know that you like to camp. That's news to me, girl. Oh, yes, I'm a girl. Well, Kathy, you know, you teach Sunday school know. with my sister-in-law. Right. And uh, yeah, we're, we're big girl campers. I, I went on a two-month road schooling trip with her and Weston. What? Where, where we went, we went oh, all girl. over the place for two months. Yeah. I love this. So, I did not know yeah. that. That's yeah. super fun. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, since we are talking to pastor's wives um, yeah. and a couple of pastors, I actually got a letter the other day from a pastor husband who listens with his wife and they talk about about this. So I know that podcasting is becoming a popular form of uh, communication for churches yeah. and lots of pastors do it. Um, but, you know, I'm a pastor's wife and I'm doing it. So why is this something that might be a good option for a pastor or a pastor and wife or just mm. a pastor's wife as a way to connect with their, their group, their church family, their women's ministry, you know, whatever aspect of community they're trying to build? Yes. I love this aspect of podcasting and also as a pass as you as a pastor's wife. I love this idea. And I told you earlier before we started, I think every pastor needs to have a podcast for mm -hmm. their church. I think it's dynamic. What a great way. It is so simple in the scheme of things, yet super effective and it makes you authentic and you come across that way through their earbuds, through their AirPods, mm -hmm. through their car. So mm -hmm through their phone. You want to be authentic. And this is a great way to do that. Also, you can be concise. You do not have to have this whole huge long episode. It doesn't have to go on for hours or even 45 minutes. You can get in there and give a tip for 10 minutes. Right. And that's one thing that I liked about your Don't Wing It is at the beginning, your earlier episodes were like five or seven minutes long. Uh -huh. um, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and then you, you've grown. So yeah, it yeah. doesn't have to be an expository Bible lesson that you're giving. No, it can no. just be a, you know, short and sweet little message. Yes. So I like and it's that a great way. Well, and like we talked about connecting earlier, the same things like we said, whether you're doing it for a business or you're doing it for your women's ministry, or you're doing it for your church, it's, it's, 
easy for people to enjoy, the connections that you have, the authentic, like you have those uh, emotionally authentic conversations Mm -hmm. and that comes across. You can be concise. You can be entertaining. That's the fun part. They can see maybe a little bit, a different side of you that maybe they don't see on Sundays and Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. They also will hear your enthusiasm about it. I was listening to yours just a few minutes ago um, about when y'all were talking about your transformational um, triangle. I love it. It's such a visual. It's so good. And your energy was just out the gate, like, like high. I was like, yes, <laughs> you know me. I loved it. I was like, yes. But also there is that. And then the air of authority that you can come across and say, not in a uh, negative way, but in a positive way of, mm-hmm. of really, she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. You know, like these are her experiences. And so all of those things make it excellent for a pastor's wife or a pastor or a church to have uh, a podcast for sure. When Greg said, let's start a podcast, I was surprised when he said, and I want you to be the host of it. So, <sighs> so that was really a big step for me uh, to, to, to kind of be the person in charge, so to speak. But the relationship that that has fostered between mm-hmm. me as a pastor's wife and um, and our people, I think they have really enjoyed getting to know that part of me because I haven't been able to have personal conversations with everybody in the church. But this way, I'm kind of knowable by everyone and and accessible yes. to everyone in a way. And that has been an unexpected, powerful way to connect with them. Definitely. I think you go back to that and it always goes back to the connection. People feel connection, the intimate form of connection through podcasting. And it's, it, it truly is that authentic connection. And during 2020, we were starving for authentic connection because Mm -hmm. of where we, you know, we were in our homes. And so I, I, I think that's, huge, especially from a, from a perspective as a pastor's wife, like that authentic connection that maybe those churchgoers, they, those members are wanting to have that with you and Mm -hmm. you are wanting to have that with them. So it forms this complete bond that is truly authentic and really, really amazing to have. Well, let's talk about, um, there's some, might be somebody listening who thinks, oh, that, that's an interesting idea, but what on earth would I talk about? You know, mm-hmm. how do you know if you have enough to say that is worth the trouble of learning how to do all this? Mm. How do you find your message? Yeah. Well, and I think that if uh, you definitely, number one, pray, Lord, please show me the cool thing. I've been learning this since I've uh, started reading more um, intently with the chronological Bible, uh, with chronological Bible teaching with Ava May. And it has been so helpful for me to really dig down and see the character of God and how when we ask and when we seek Him, He is there. He answers. Mm-hmm. And we see that all throughout Scripture is that He answers. Um, and so that is just a good reminder to me of when I pray, when I am seeking him for his will and seeking him to guide me, he shows up. He shows up every single time. And so I would encourage that person, that a listener that's listening and saying, you know, I really have kind of tossed around the idea of a podcast or I'm a speaker and I really feel like God's given me a message. I implore you to and encourage you to start a podcast to at least do some research on it because 
this is the best way for you to get your God-given message out. And just the ripple effect, I read uh, Tim Tebow's mom's book um, called Ripple Effects. And that was really pivotal for me is to see the ripple effects that we can cause by us taking that step out and obedience. Mm -hmm. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people that come to me, a lot of women are saying, "This this is obedience. This is what obedience looks like for me. Like, I'm terrified. I don't know the tech. I don't. But this is obedience. And that's all I'm like, let's go, let's do this. Because you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, and we hear that God, where God leads, he will provide, he will show you. And so that's really exciting to me to, to really get in the nitty gritty with those women that are, I'm, you know, in obedience, like I'm, I'm doing this because God called me to do it and I need some help with it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, and, and this is an excellent uh, way that if you have a heart to teach, even, even your Sunday school class or, or your, yes. Oh, yes. the, the girls in your student ministry or, or whoever, yeah. but standing in front of the room in public, that's an entirely freaky, uh, <laughs> you know, for, to freak you out kind of thing. Yeah. This, this allows you to share and to teach without the pressure of standing in front of the room in front of people. Um, it's a, it's a different, you know, it, it, it's just a different car to ride in to, to take your message to somebody. And so this, this takes a lot of that pressure off. It takes, you know, because nobody's looking at you and, yep. and, and that kind of thing, which, which is very disconcerting for somebody who's not comfortable. Oh yeah. Intimidating, all that. And this is cool. This is so funny because I was thinking about introverts yesterday. And do you know that there are a huge number of podcasters who are also introverts? And when I first heard that, I was like, wait, Mm -hmm. what? But then it's true. They're speaking to one person through the mic, even though it goes to many, they're speaking to one and they're the only ones in the room. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's it. Like that's, they want to get their message across and they want to be visible. They want to impact people. And, but they enjoy spending time with just like, they like being alone or they like just being with one or two people. Mm-hmm. Podcasting is a great way for, for those who are more introverted to get their message out for sure. Yes. One of my best friends has been podcasting for about four or five years. And she, when I met her, she was very timid and very, you know, very smart, but she was very quiet. And when she started you know, she's gotten a little more outgoing over the years because she married a, a, a really outgoing man. But when I started listening to her podcast, I was like, oh, my goodness, you <laughs> yeah. are uh-huh. amazing. And I didn't know you had all these thoughts in your head. And yeah. I mean, I, I knew she did, but but I've never heard her communicate them before. And it totally opened up a new aspect of her personality to me. And we've been friends for 35 or 40 years, you know, so yeah. it does allow you to um, it, it taps into a new kind of place in your heart and your uh, ability to to give a message. It truly so. does, and it, and it's interesting because I was I was that way as well. I was uh, more sh- shy and timid in groups, but with one on one, you know, I'd mm-hmm. love to cut up and things. But for a big group, I would, you know, I really have seen my confidence really, um, you know, and even be in leadership positions that I didn't think I would want to or even thrive in. And and that's been a change. So it's it's neat to see that. And it's neat to see that with my clients because they go from like, I'm obeying, but I don't really want to, <laughs> you know, I'm really struggling here to really go in the extra mile and then stepping into that leadership role mm-hmm. that, that God's got for them. 
Yeah, it's cool. Okay. Well, what about for a smaller membership church who maybe doesn't have a communication staff or a media guy yeah. or, or a tech team? Um, how would somebody go about starting a podcast on their own? Listen, the cool thing is, is you can do this. This is accessible. If you have a laptop or a computer <laughs> and you have maybe a small budget of around $100 for a one-time equipment, you can do this. You can do this. I mean, I started it in my dining room <laughs> in 2016, not knowing anything. The cool thing is, is now I've been through it and I can tell you what not to do <laughs> and the shortcut to do it well. And so that's why I'm here. I, I love yeah. doing that. With, and that's with what I love about your podcast and your flight group that we went through that I want you to talk about in a minute is you do save us a lot of time by saying that's not really helpful. You know, don't do that. Do this instead. Yeah. You can get so caught up in the weeds because, and I have a client, one of my first clients, <laughs> and she says, she still says, Ren, I'd still be Googling if it wasn't for you. I'd still mm -hmm. be Googling. I'm like, oh man, I know the feeling. I Googled for weeks and months. So I get mm -hmm. that, but there is an easier way. And working smarter, not harder is really becoming my mantra every day. <laughs> well, and you really drilled into me, uh, done is better than perfect. And being yeah. an editor... Mm -hmm. I'm mm. always trying to perfect everything. So that was really a help for me to just get, get it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. You know, we strive for excellence, but then when it gets down to the nitty gritty, a lot of things, like you said, don't really matter. You know, like we kind of lose the force for the trees. And so it is nice to have, I know in my experience for anything that I've done, that's new, having a guide with me is, is huge. I mean, just kind of like thinking about like my son, uh, does flag football at school. Well, if there wasn't a coach there to help them know like exactly like strategies and how to do it well, then they'd all, oh my word, can you imagine, you know, all the kids just running wild, you know, throwing, hitting mm -hmm. people in the head, you know, knocking people down, even though it's flag football, you know, so they have a coach. My son has a coach because they are going to guide them in the right way. And that's the same thing. Anytime that I've uh, done anything new, having a guide to go with me is, is, is definitely important and needed. Well, and you are not only a guide or a coach, you are a cheerleader. And that's one thing that I really appreciate about you because when, when I was uncomfortable or uncertain or insecure that I could do something, you were always there to say, yes, you can, you know, especially if God mm -hmm. called you to do, to do this, you can yeah. do it and let me help, help you do it. So you know, and you celebrate my successes and, and things like yes. that. So you're a great cheerleader too. Oh, good. I love so, it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. You said, um, t tell us, tell us how to get started. I know the first step would be to listen to every one of your episodes. <laughs> uh, for it don't is, wing it. Because yeah, I, it, I learned a lot, even though I had a little experience with the Triangle Podcast yeah. at church, um, I was having to take on more responsibility for, for Married to the Ministry. And so I still learned so much just listening to your episodes before I even knew about your flight group. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely, the first thing is to listen to Don't Wing It. You can find that on any podcast app, um, or you can find it on my website at Ren Robbins, it's W-R-E-N-R-O-B-B-I-N-S.com. Um, but yeah, listen to the podcast. I am on, right now, I'm almost nearing episodes 100, wow. and so I'm really That's excited about that. It is, it is. It's great. It's exciting. And um, so I would definitely say, listen to Don't Wing It, get all of 
your um, just all of the podcast knowledge and things like that and strategy. From there, I say that I started Don't Wing It so you don't have to wing it on your podcast. Mm -hmm. And so that's really a phrase that I always use. And so that's the first thing. And then I have a free download that will help you if you are really thinking about starting your podcast or you're intrigued by it, you can go to um, renrobbins.com forward slash six first steps and you can get a download that will walk you through what you need to think about. Like it's really good to help you think about what all goes into a podcast and Mm -hmm. the first six things that you need to do in order to prepare. And so you can definitely go get that free download and that will uh, show you just the first steps to take. Well, and I, as I was listening to your podcasts, you would talk about different downloads. And so I would just go to the, go and start, you know, I started collecting them before I (laughs) found out about your flight group class. But I do want you to mention that uh, because I went through that with some other ladies um, and we just recently completed that and it was so helpful. And so that is a, uh, a group situation that you offer. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course, listening to your podcast are free, but this would be a paid, some paid training group that you do. So tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I have, always coached in a one-on-one setting. And so we would go over Zoom or I would, if they're local to the Memphis area, we would meet up. Um, But I really saw how there were a lot of people out there that were even intimidated for doing the one-on-one. And then that I saw the group coaching to be really dynamic because of the community aspect. Mm -hmm. And it's like you have a launch team built around you. And so Janet, you were in that very first beta group uh, for, as we called it flight, I call it flight. And we had seven ladies in there. I try to keep it really small so that I am uh, really giving really um, good feedback and really concentrate on each person. Mm -hmm. And also I feel like having that small number of people is really great because of the, just the collaborations that you can do with having others on your podcast, you being on their podcast, leaving reviews. It's just really great to have a small community wrapped around you. And so we go through there, uh, we go through now it's 10 weeks and it's everything you need to know from start to finish, uh, exactly what is going to be in there. There is a wait list right now because I'm starting it up first of January is going to be the launch. And so I'm really excited because I've heard from others that it has been the difference of not doing it and doing it and Mm -hmm. getting it out there. And so my win is your win. My win is when you launch your podcast. That to me is, is my win because you have gotten your God given message out there. You have taken that step and I'm alongside for the ride with you. And so yeah. it's, it's, it's a great program. I'm really excited to continue on. I'm in my second group now. And then the third group, I only do it twice a year for now. Um, and so it's, uh, the second one will be in January. So I'm really excited. Well, I found it to be very, very helpful and encouraging and motivating. And I watched the other women who, you know, they didn't have love worth finding behind them, helping them start. And so they were doing it all on their own. And I I watched them go from, oh, my goodness, we're feeling frazzled and have all these questions to mm-hmm. not only competent podcasters, but they're doing awesome. I'm now listening mm-hmm. to their episodes each week. <laughs> yeah, And I'm just amazed so at 
you know, the rapid from zero to awesome uh, that these women are doing and um, the things they're sharing. And um, it's, oh, it's, it's incredible. really exciting. Yeah. Well, you're doing it. You're doing it for Married to the Ministry mm-hmm. and also with you and uh, Greg with your podcast for your church. And mm-hmm. I just think it's such an opportunity for our God-given words and message that God's given us. It's just such a great way to get out the message. And it's an easy way. Uh, and it's really beneficial for everybody. It, mm-hmm. It's great. I love seeing um, just the progress that everybody has made and that they're consistently posting their podcast. And it's uh, it's incredible because I see the ripple effect they're having mm-hmm. uh, in those that are listening for, for their podcast. It's really, it's, it's humbling. It's where a bigger, a, a big part of uh, something really big. Right. Really big. Really cool. Well, I, I want to just go back just a second to the money part of it. You said yeah. for a, for about $100 starting out, just a few basic pieces of equipment. Yeah. Um, and then what would be like a monthly cost to, to yeah. put this, to make something like this happen? Yeah. Yeah. I am all about um, using money wisely and it is having a really big impact. And so for, I think the microphone I suggest is I think $79. Sometimes it goes down to 69. And I think for Black Friday, it was 49. But, okay. uh, but 79 for the microphone, um, a computer that has GarageBand or Audacity, depending on if you have a PC or a Mac, uh, headphones for when you record, you can get those for, I mean, they start from $10, Sony $10 all the way to $50 that mm-hmm. match your microphone, but $10 for headphones. Um, the monthly fee is uh, through a hosting site that I recommend, which is Libsyn. Uh, they have always been incredible with customer service and that's $7 a month. And so I look at it that way and I'm thinking I'm investing in my speaking or I'm investing in my business or I'm investing in my church for like doing it for $7 a month. That's the only money that you will consistently pay. Obviously you can go deeper with other things. Like if you do Canva and want to do your graphics, I think that's $12 a month, but really the basic is doing your equipment and then having that $7 Libsyn account, and then you're ready to rock and roll. Like you mm-hmm. can get stuff out. You could get a podcast mm-hmm. out with that little of equipment. Yeah. So you don't have to have a big church budget to, to make no, this I mean, a reality. No. I mean, the $100, yeah, the $100 is a one-time fee. Um, and then the $7 is the monthly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I pay. Now, the cool thing is, okay, I forgot to mention this, but this is the cool thing about Friends of a Feather of the in the past, because I paused that podcast to start Don't Wing It. Well, the cool thing is, is I can pay as little as $5 a month to continue allowing Friends of a Feather material, those episodes continually to be accessible. I have paused it. I'm not creating any more new episodes, but there's over 200 episodes. It's so great. So that's something that you just continually pay $5 a month for, and it's always there. And then if you continue to, um, to you know, upload new episodes, then you can do the five or the seven. I like the seven because you can see the statistics and see which episodes <laughs> people are really, really uh, leaning toward and, mm-hmm. and magnetized toward. So yeah, that's okay. it. Well, good. Well, you... Uh... I could talk to you forever because you know so much, but um, we <laughs> got to so wrap it up because I know you got a real job. But how <laughs> how can um, how can listeners um, 
connect with you, uh, yeah, you know, or get more information on your coaching or, or whatever? How 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 do you want people to be able to find you? I would love for you to email me at Ren at wrenrobbins.com. And that's W-R-E-N at Ren Robbins with two Bs. I love meeting new people. And so email me and say, hey, I heard uh, you and Janet talking. I'm considering a podcast. Or even just say, hey, even if you're not even going to start a podcast, I would love to meet you there. And I'm also on Instagram at Ren Robbins Coach. So uh, it's it's a fun place to be. And I would love to meet you and say, hey. Okay. Well, I will put all that and the link for your podcast and uh, website in the show notes uh, so people can find you. So if our uh, conversation today, ladies, has made you interested in starting a podcast, then I highly recommend you add Don't Wing It to your list of podcasts that you listen to. And you can click on follow so you don't miss any of Ren's um, episodes and great advice. And Ren, it was fun hanging out with you today. Oh, my Thank word. Thank you. It's always such a pleasure. I love talking to you on Voxer. And I love that we got to meet in real life. Can you believe we grew up in the same vicinity, in the same city and the same church, and we never met? Like, well, I know. what is even happening? I know. that's. <laughs> but that's, now we do. I know. I know. That's, that is weird. It's but, wild, uh, but now we know each other in real life. So thanks so much, Janet. Yes. I love and, what you're doing and you're amazing and you're doing awesome, awesome things and you are creating ripple effects. And so well, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And you know, all of us in ministry are creating ripple yes. effects, whether we have a podcast or not. Absolutely. Um, that's how we grow the kingdom of God, you know. Amen. The, I love the way it. he works through everybody. And you just don't always know what the yeah. the unintended um, reach that you might have and, mm. and where God has planted you. So, And wherever well, God has called you, go for it all the way. Oh, wherever yeah. he's called you to do it with all your heart. Yes. As to the Lord and not into men. And that is so exciting. That is exciting. Well, until next time, all my pastor wifey friends out there, I want to just say, you know, let's keep loving Jesus, keep loving our husbands, and keep loving our people. 